I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, does any of this make sense? Or not? Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of all of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I am joined by my uh, my fellow um, <laughs> you have to shipwrecked think about it. <laughs> person on uh, on Destiny Islands. Uh, that, that's that's Joe. How are you? Hi, I'm I'm good. I'm exhausted thinking about kingdom hearts <laughs> it's it is exhausting and we've uh only done we've only really thought about the first world um yeah so what but we're gonna do like and we're not gonna talk about it but like thinking about the first world is exhausting <laughs> yeah and the reason we're not gonna talk about it is we because we had a discussion before about how we're gonna deal with spoilers because as it is a recap podcast you might want to hear this story from us as it goes so what we're gonna do is we're first in the first set of episodes we're gonna talk about the original game kingdom hearts one and talk about the plot from beginning to end we'll sort of talk about the whole plot uh, as as a unit so there will be spoilers for the entirety of kingdom hearts one throughout these first episodes but what we won't do is talk about elements from the other games that are impacting this because maybe you haven't played them. Um, but uh, were we still planning on on doing that thing, Joe, where we're considering maybe every three or four episodes releasing a, a, an Ansem report that that talks about what we've already talked about in the lens of all of the other games? Yeah, I am definitely into that idea. I guess we'll probably know how we feel after we've done like three or four yeah. episodes. Uh, yeah. but again, also that depends on the just sort of where we're at in the story and if we have like enough things that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. It'll, it'll all depend on how long this one discussion ends up being. Yeah, exactly. Because it also like, part of me is like, well, we could just always come back to it. But then also like, then like three, five, eight over two and birth by sleep are just going to be disasters. So yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out probably. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what uh, it seems like the creators of Kingdom Hearts have been doing it, is, yeah. is figuring out, it out when they get to it. And, and, um, <laughs> yeah, and especially, like, just sort of analyzing this first world, I'm like, what? They probably didn't know what yeah. they were doing. <laughs> and I, both of us love Kingdom Hearts, and I am realizing right now that I might be in loving kingdom hearts doing the same thing to myself that i did when i loved lost which is find out at the end that i actually <laughs> hate all of it 100 percent of it and it's all bad i hope not and i hope that there's some sort of final episode of this podcast once they've released uh, kingdom hearts 25 and i say they knew what they were doing from the start and it was beautiful um but it doesn't look like that's gonna be where it's going but anyway probably not the this first episode we were gonna talk about uh, just the first essentially um 
tutorial world, uh, which is Destiny Islands. Uh, Joe, you took better. Actually, no, we were going to start with the opening yeah, cinematic. Yeah, you told me we had to do the opening cinematic, so we're doing the opening cinematic, which is probably worth saying that uh, all the other ones have very clear meanings because they're basically like recaps of what came before them. This one just right. kind of things happening. <laughs> yeah. Like even I, even the song doesn't make any sense. I mean, I I do have I I do have an interpretation of the opening cinematic and I might be reading too far into it. Um um I have interpretations I, about half of it. Yeah, go for it. Because basically like the Riku stuff is really obvious, definitely paralleling what happens in Destiny Islands. Because the the reaching the hand out, the wave sort of crashes them over. That's basically what happens. But instead of a wave, it's in air quotes the darkness. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the Kyrie stuff makes any goddamn sense. And then with the Sora falling out of the sky was interesting because I want to convince myself it's a much deeper thing related to like birth by sleep <laughs> but uh i don't know if it is probably not if it probably wasn't when they put it in kingdom hearts one yeah to me in, at least in the first game Kyrie. i mean i think it goes without saying i think anyone would agree with this that Kyrie is pretty terribly written in the sense that she's a complete like damsel in distress trope um and in that sense, at least in the first game, you know, she gets to do things in in yes, other sort of. <laughs> I think I think they're sure. starting to like maybe in three she'll do something, but yeah, yeah, and, and but but like suffice it to say, in Kingdom Hearts, that is like the only role she really plays. Um, and so in that sense, she kind of represents like the she as a person represents sort of the innocence lost when the hero goes on this adventure, right? Like. Um, when Sora is eventually at the end of, which we'll talk about at the end of this episode, sort of like ejected from Destiny Islands, she begins to sort of be like a a metonym for that. um, Yeah, which is that journey, which is weird because like Riku isn't, but that's probably because he sees Riku pretty early on. Yeah. And like the second world. And, and Riku is like, the one who's most vocal about wanting to uh, leave. Um, so even though all three of them want to leave and build a raft, right? Like Riku is the one who, once he sees Kyrie enter the, the worlds, cause that's what makes them theorize that there might be alternate worlds is that this girl just showed up. He's the one that like immediately is, is wanting to go and find them. Um, and so in a sense like that, shot in the opening sequence of um Sora reaching out for Riku with the waves that you were talking about that that's that's then mirrored in the sequence where the darkness is taking over the islands like that's the half of Sora that does want to go and explore right like he he is reaching out he for is, he's Riku. trying but the water's like no this isn't this isn't your fucking <laughs> this isn't right right I, yeah, and and Kyrie is kind of the force that's that's pulling him back to the island. Maybe mm-hmm. is sort of my interpretation of okay. the opening. I mean, that's, that's good too because I I think Sora would have gone with Riku, but the light in him, um, which again I won't read into beyond this game, uh, sort of summons this Keyblade out of nowhere, and then the word Keyblade pops up on the screen like seven or eight times, so that way the player knows it's a Keyblade, and then 
and then, yeah, because I, I think he would have gone with Riku if he didn't sort of get ejected from the darkness, which, again, the water pushing him out back to the shore with Kyrie. So that makes sense, because Sora seems to be battling this light versus dark battle, even though it doesn't seem that way, because he seems to always stray towards light. Yeah, and... Because uh, I, I gotta be honest, I, the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer is making me reevaluate a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he... I always forget how, how at least in the portrayal in, in Dust in the Islands, like, if you look into it, he he's not, like, the... You know, you always think of Sora as, like, he's the hero because he's, like, so pure of heart and stuff like that. Um, he is more like a Luke Skywalker than a, than a hero who is, like pure of heart from the beginning it, he's someone who was almost like neutral at the start right because um when the and this is skipping ahead out of the opening sequence into that scene we keep referencing where the islands are being overtaken by the darkness and riku is being swallowed up by it and saying like basically come with come with me i'm not afraid of the darkness and sora reaches out basically to go with him and it's only um as you mentioned that appearance uh, and the tr- and th- like the appearance of the keyblade um, that prevents him from doing it. It's he he falls into the uh, role of a hero, which is a lot more like of a traditional archetypal story than I remember mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts being when I think about it. But when I go back and look, it's certainly that one hundred percent. And I mean, I'm not upset about it because yeah, I, I yeah. feel like it works. And well, we'll talk. I I mean, that's a lot of what I'm going to say is saved for actual Destiny Islands. But, yeah, uh, well, and then, so, I don't, uh, was there anything else you wanted to say about the opening cinematic, or should we get into the weird stained glass dimension? Let's go, I don't have a lot to say about the stained glass world, I I, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a tutorial you, with some Disney yeah. characters in it. Well, do you think there's any relevance to it, or? Uh, I mean... The fact that the opening sequence ends with him sort of... We were talking about whether or not there's meaning of his falling through the sky and into it. It's it's like... In the same way that, I, that we were talking about before, where he has sort of fallen into the role of a hero, he's also uh, sort of stumbling through these... Uh, worlds that are already like fully formed and... Yeah, um, a lot of the first drawn. game is sort of stumbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, I, I don't really read too much into okay. that. Other than, like, you know, the pretty transparent metaphor of him battling his literal shadow at the end. That's what like, I was going to ask. I was going to ask you if there was any relevance to that. And I think it, it is just a... Oh, let me wait for this fucking garbage truck to drive by. Well, you're taking out the trash. Why not take out this podcast, too? <laughs> Yeah, so I think the battle with shit, I forgot what it's called. Um, I think it's the battle with the thing that we don't remember the name of. Yeah, I used to know it. Um, I, I think it just is. Isn't this... it some like DC ass name? Like, isn't it like Dark Side? <laughs> it's one hundred percent Dark Side. Um, which actually makes my point even more clear that it's Sora sort of dealing with this. Which path do I go down on? Um, or go down? Yeah, I, sh- I should yeah. phrase that better. <laughs> um. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure there's some fan art out there. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Um. <laughs> anyways, yes. So, and it's, I guess Kingdom Hearts is this sort of 
poorly told coming of age story. Um, yeah, because that's yeah. really not the focus in the slightest. Like, there's too much in the story going on to really think about him coming of age. Yeah, but um, the more I look at it, the more that's 100 percent what it is, or at least what it, what it starts as. Yeah, yeah, and it, would you agree that like, and this is making sort of a general point about the series that it's constantly struggling to balance the very archetypal very uh trodden like well-trodden stories uh, of this sort of like hero's journey coming of age tale with the um sheer complexity of the mythos that ends up rising out of the stories it tells and like it's only good if it's somewhere in the middle of those two things like whenever it whenever it veers quite far in the complexity or is trying to just be hero fights evil defeats evil and then everything's like neither of those is particularly interesting that's kind of how i see the series at least um yes and no it really depends on the game um as a whole yeah, i have yeah. no idea um yeah because like birth by sleep is 100 percent that weird mythos um so is three five eight over two yeah um, and which ironically i think are have the yeah. two best stories um yeah yeah so that might That's be a, evidence of where i lean um yeah whereas like kingdom hearts one the mythos isn't really there yet um i think they're sort of right. the like nomura was stumbling through it um and i think he's also doing that thing where like what what am i doing like is it mythos or is it like themes <laughs> and right like like i i'm a huge fan of um of Twin Peaks. It's my favorite television show. I should probably and... watch that um, since I'm doing a podcast <laughs> with you now. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Twin Peaks is essentially like David Lynch directs an episode and throws nonsensical imagery at you, the audience, about like um, dancing people who speak backwards and wear very nice red clothing and talk about how the gum you like is going to come back in style. And then the next week... Mark Frost, like, comes back home, and he's like, David, this mess you just made, I have to clean this. And so, like, then Mark Frost has to come up and, like, circle, uh, draw sort of an outline around the strange imagery of David Lynch. And the one is sort of the... Yeah, yeah, one is sort of the imagination, and the other has to, like, make uh, ideas out of it. And with Nomura being such, like, a driving force in Kingdom Hearts, it's almost like he does both of those things and in kingdom hearts he's trying to just throw a lot of spaghetti the original i mean he's trying to throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and then and then completely retcon it and like wait this isn't the pasta i wanted at all but he's stuck with it um basically (laughs) and it's interesting how it works um not to talk spoilery but in kingdom hearts 2 i think it definitely deals with this problem because i think the end of it is just all mythos story and it sort of loses its meaning um, because it's just things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I mean, there's reasons to it that we'll get into in like a thousand years, but I, th- I, I almost say that kingdom hearts one, although it's not as fun to play has a better through line, even if it is messy, it's more consistently. Oh, I, one I, thing. I disagree with that, but we'll get to that when we get to kingdom hearts two. Okay, so what happens okay, after we, 
after we defeat the giant uh Superman villain, Darkseid, or is Darkseid a Batman villain? Like Darkseid, whatever. Anyway, um, uh, yes to all points. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens after Darkseid is defeated? Um, uh, does he wake up he, at that point? He, he wakes up, and Kyrie says, "Snoozing as usual." I see, and then you just sort of get thrown into this this trio of children, and that's it. We're down on Destiny Islands. We get the title card for Kingdom Hearts again. Second. I guess it's a little before that that we get our first glimpse of Final Fantasy characters when we're answering yes. those trivia questions that yeah. determine the rate at which you level up. Um, mm-hmm. Which is a Tidus, bizarre mechanic. Yeah. Tidus, Waka, and... And I guess that's uh, that's a good point. We're not really going to be talking about like the gameplay or the mechanics since the main point is the... Unless they're like for the story one-off line. goofs like that, I guess. Yeah. So you got Waka, Tidus, and Selfie uh, from various Final Fantasy games, and then they come back with, uh, they're like kid versions of them, and they're back on Destiny Islands. Yeah, so, and they're not like relevant either, like you could completely ignore them the entire time. Yeah, yeah, um, they're like training, they're, they're just like little NPCs that you can fight to learn the combat and this and i think more importantly learn the tech experience point system which yeah. isn't something the game does a great job explaining to you it in doesn't it doesn't necessarily explain it it just sort of gives you the tools yeah which i, I think is kind of okay and also i just want to say that the voice acting for waka is uh incredibly bad and uh destroys What's me every time man <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I mean, like, Waka is annoying <laughs> in actual Final Fantasy X when he's voiced by an actual professional. I forget the voice actor's name, but it's the same guy who voices, like, Bender, I think. Is it? Uh, from Futurama in the original Final Fantasy X. It's at least John, some it, professional. I, I don't think it's John DiMaggio. I think it is. I, well, I'll cut, the, I'll cut okay. out the part where we're looking this up. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, John DiMaggio. What the fuck? No, I yeah, it's weird, so right? bad. That bad? No, he's great. I, I, I mean, mean, he has one voice that's good. True. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't uh, even. I, why did they pick him for like a person of color? <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I mean, so that you can have him talking about the forbidden machina. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, oh, like the, it's it. clearly Shit. not John DiMaggio for these like two lines in uh, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> as Child Walker, and it's even worse. Uh, not super important to the storyline, but I couldn't mention that. Uh, couldn't get past that without mentioning how terrible those are. I mean, Titus and Selfie are pretty bad, too, but... A lot of the voice acting in this game um, sort of feels like it was done in a vacuum. Like, they didn't know the context of the lines. Um, and from what... I, I mean, I don't know too much about the game's industry, but, like... From what I understand, until very recently, with pretty high-budget games, like... That's the norm. Like, you might not even know the name of the character you're voicing. That You're just mm. put into a room and given lines, like, without any context, which yeah. stinks. <laughs> it does. It does stink quite a bit. We've talked about a lot of mechanics for saying that we're not going to talk about mechanics. Yeah, it's true. And, and just, go on. I'm okay with it. I, like, it. Like, it'll come up naturally, but... Yeah. So, Kairi wakes up. Riku's like, I guess I'm the only one working on the raft. Throws a log at Sora. Mm-hmm. That happens. Oh, actually, before I get too far, there was one line in the stained glass awakening thing that I wanted to bring into attention. Um, oh, okay. It's one of the. It's just a text on the screen, but um, uh, it's that weird sort of like just white text on the screen. But it's the door is still shut. You are the one who will open the door, which 
is interesting on a couple of different reasons that um, I'll probably just I mention it now and then I'll bring it back up at the end of Destiny Islands because um, that's when that shit happens. But so, yeah, we get to Destiny Islands. There's three children building a small wooden raft um, for interplanetary travel. And um, <laughs> for some reason, they think it's going to go all right. Um, it's also worth noting that their supplies that they're gathering is like three fish and a bottle of water. Uh, and some logs and some rope and some mushrooms, well, that's for, please. Well, that's for building the raft. They do take two mushrooms yeah. and like two coconuts, I think. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, you know, I make fun of it. And I was actually watching these. Um, I've been using the PS4 just released theater mode, like perfectly timed for this. Um for the first so game. I don't have a PS4, so I've just been watching a Let's Play without uh, commentary. That um, works too, though. It does, and it's great because it's by, uh, and the username is really, really good of the person <laughs> who's playing it because it is Jet Monkey HD Gaming, <laughs> which is is like pretty good. Um, and 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 like you would think that that would be the end of it because it's a commentary or it's a Let's Play with no commentary, rather. Um, but your pal Jet Monkey HD Gaming does assert himself <laughs> later into the story, and and when we get there, I'll, I'll chime in to check in to see what oh, Jet Monkey God. HD Game is up to. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, I was gonna ask how you were getting through this, but um, I was so I'm watching this. Uh, my wife was watching it with me, who is, says that she doesn't care about Kingdom Hearts anymore, but she still knows like every piece of dialogue from the first game, <laughs> line by line, and. We were just, we were, so we're sitting here making fun of these kids for doing this, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, I was a kid once and I did this exact same bullshit. Like, I thought yeah. I could get some logs together and fucking go to another world. And maybe that's just the type of kid I was, but, um, yeah, so there's not really a whole lot of story until we get jettisoned into Donald Duck Town. Uh, are we skipping past the race, or does that... Uh, is that, well, that's on the second day, isn't it? Yeah, you're right, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Also, I mean, I... I, I was just watching cutscenes, so you're probably actually going to know a bit more details than I will. But yeah, so Disney Castle, Donald... Um, first off, it's established that Mickey Mouse is a fucking monarch. <laughs> I Can I say I really like the joke... Um, of the door? That you get... Oh, the the door, the door, the visual gag of the door is brilliant, where he goes in like a little door in the giant door, um, and then sees that... Uh, Donald sees that King Mickey is not there, mm-hmm. but it, it's right after when we see uh, Donald waking up Goofy to tell him like you can't tell anybody, but King Mickey is gone, is missing or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like you can't tell anybody, and Goofy says Queen Minnie, and then Donald <laughs> says Donald is like not even the Queen. I'm not even gonna try that one. It's like not even the Queen, and then Goofy is like Daisy. And then he's like, no. And then Goofy says, oh, good morning, ladies. And then Donald turns and realizes that he wasn't giving those names as a suggestion of yeah. people he could tell, but yeah, they he were was right doing... behind them. It, it's a dumb <laughs> joke, but it makes it's, me laugh. It's good. Time. And I'm glad you have the intonation down perfectly of how they say those things. <laughs> Does anything happen after that, or is it back to islands? Um, I don't think we get the reading of the letter just yet which yeah, is the that's, main that's important after. thing that's happening at disney castle so then there was the race i don't know if there's any story relevance to that did, did you want to bring the, it up i mean there's the there's the reference to um the paupu fruit which is a symbol that yes comes back now and again yeah um, that was that's the first mention of it i was going to bring it up in the 
cutscene after with that. the cave. Well, yeah. well, the sunset too. Oh yeah. Um. Well, the when does the cave happen? The cave happens later because the first the first thing with the the Paupu fruit is the scene you're talking about with the sunset, which actually happens before the race because then the Paupu fruit is brought up and then Riku during the race says winner gets to share a Paupu with Kyrie. Okay. So if you want to talk about the sunset, if you had anything to talk about like the sunset um, scene where they're talking about Kyrie, I was just kind of br- already did. Yeah, I was just gonna bring up that the Paupu fruits mentioned. Um it sort of explains the premise of it. And then the fact that if you share it with someone, it's said that your souls will be intertwined. Or he says it so str- he pronounces intertwined so strangely. He says intertwined. I've never heard anyone like really <laughs> land on that f- that first T, but yeah. Riku does. He says your souls will be intertwined if you uh, share a Paupu fruit with someone. Does it? My question is: Does it only work with two people, or can like all three of them split it? Because it doesn't say necessarily. Like it's it's kind of implied that it's more than platonic um, when you do it. But I mean, I'm sure there's room in the Disney Final Fantasy universe for polyamory. I don't think we see examples of it here. <laughs> um, yes, excellent point. Um, but like, I don't know. It almost just strikes me as like they could just all share it. But now at this point, they couldn't. <laughs> I think they've established and, too and much. And almost like that's that's like it's it sort of reflects like the Sora having to make a choice yeah and like the really simplified way in which children try to emulate the like adult relationships they they see like yeah like well it had like it has to be two people and like those two people are the only people that matter to you and it's sort of this like kids sort of get a distilled version of of what they see around them and if they see like monogamy around them then like yeah they end up being fascinated by these like yeah and that's an legends about a paupu fruit Mm -hmm. yeah and we're gonna make up this like deep mythos where we think that kingdom hearts is brilliant just because we're prescribing our own meaning to it and we're gonna yeah. be like, this is brilliant because it means all these things, but it's just fucking dumb stories. <laughs> well, there is something to be said for like, if even if a thing isn't intended to mean yes. what you get out of yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Like, if it allows for those readings, then it's deep enough to allow for those readings. So yeah. I would, I would still, even if it is like we end up reading into and deciding that like, it's actually brilliant because Sora was Captain Jack the whole time, like. <laughs> Like if we get that reading out of it, we we get it, and yeah. some credit has to Absolutely. go to the creators. So, is there anything between the sunset and the cave? The race, which I really want to bring up, because that's the it. point at which uh, Sora and Riku are essentially racing one to see who gets the gets to share a Paupu fruit with Kyrie, which ends up being like maybe Riku was just joking at the end of it but more importantly for our purposes it's where either Riku or Sora get to decide the name of the raft which then later becomes the name of the gummy ship Uh, and if Riku wins it's called the high wind Um, and then I think if Sora wins by default it's called the Excalibur but everybody's pal Jet Monkey HD Gaming (laughs) um, is certainly not going to let Excalibur fly uh 
because uh, your boy is going to name it Monkey Butt, uh, and then and then definitely win the race. So for the entirety of this game, the gummy ship is going to be called Monkey Butt. Uh, I, and I like how there's just sort of that devious nature to uh, Jet Monkey HD gaming that just sort of asserts itself every once in a while. Um, really, make, really makes the experience uh, feel genuine. Um, it's the genuine Kingdom Hearts experience. Really. Well, that's all for our podcast today. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, um, so then, what is so he... Then what is he playing it on? I'm curious real quick. Does it say? I think it's, well, it's the final, I think it's just like the PlayStation 2 final mix. Well, that wouldn't have been in English, so it might have been PS3. Oh, probably, yeah. Um, Which is good, because there's a lot of final mix stuff I want to talk about, and I was worried yeah. about that. But um, It's certainly one of the final mix uh, yeah. variations. Cause I, cause, um, so I tried to name my boat, um, uh, what was it, was it Fuckboat? It was fuckboat. And it wouldn't let me. It said that it was a bad word. Really? Yeah, so I was like, is butt wow. an okay word? <laughs> Apparently it was. I had no idea that you couldn't use naughty words because it's not like it's an online game. Well, yeah, that's why I'm wondering if it was just like in the PS4 or PS3 versions. Um, huh. But I ended up doing it Smash Wrapped instead, uh, which is okay. <laughs> Wait, so even in the theater mode, you get to name the ship? No, I'm just, I played it recently enough to. Oh, okay. Do we know what the can canonical uh, ending to the race is? There a canonical race victor? I don't think so. I think it's so irrelevant. Um, so what you're saying is that here the timelines diverge. Yes, absolutely. One, one, of the, one God, will be, be the darkest timeline. That would be incredible be the... if they fucking pull that at the end. <laughs> like, whoops! This is uh, Kingdom Hearts. New the diverges there. Uh, the, the the it's like the Zelda timeline, which I know nothing yeah. about because I hate Zelda. But yeah, so um, so the options. But, oh, good. Zelda sucks. Um, so the options are Sora wins, Sora loses, and Sora dies. Um, in the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fall. There's that. There's that. Uh, there's that board Part that, that snaps that when up. they run over it, and he just beefs it there, and, <laughs> and he just fucking like drowns, and Riku doesn't care. Um, God. Man. So the race <laughs> happens, and then they... Which is terrible, because they haven't taught you how to platform yet, so you almost always lose. Right, like, it's it's so weird that they they do it that way, because the way they decide to teach you how to platform is to say, hey, you only get to name the thing uh, that kind of ends up mattering later in the game if you already know how to play the game when we're just now teaching you. It's, I just it's remembered weird. Monkey Butt. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and I'm sure it'll come up later. Oh, I'm, I'm sure Jet Monkey HD will find other brilliant ways to entertain us too. Um, so the race happens, and then they have to gather more supplies, right? Which is where he ends up wandering into the, I think it's just called Secret Place, the, yeah, the cave. Yeah, the, the cave. where he, I think you go in there to get a mushroom or some shit, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's covered in these drawings, which I think if you read into it, um, like Disney Castle is there, and I think some other worlds. I'm not positive. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, so that's there, and he so he starts to add another drawing of him giving the fruit to Kyrie, which is well, it was already there from when they were a kid, and you get a flashback oh, the, of them the two as faces. What, yeah, you get a flashback of like two of them drawing each other's face, and then what Sora does when he's back there. 
in the present uh, timeline uh, is draw like the hand from the Sora face drawing, giving a Papu fruit to the Kyrie face drawing. Mm-hmm. And then um, fucking uh, like a Jedi shows up behind him. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's weird. It's, like, we... <laughs> it's the only time Which, you see that see... cloak. Are we allowed to? I'm trying to remember if the knowledge of who that is comes in the original Kingdom Hearts. If you or connect not. the voices, yes, because it is the same yeah. voice. Um, well, then let's let's just say because we said we were going to do spoilers. Yeah, for the that's one hundred percent fucking Ansem. Um, yeah, or at least this game's Ansem. Um, yeah, and yeah, just fucking shows up, creeps on Sora. Sora seems generally okay with it for some reason yeah and then after the <laughs> cutscene, like the happy the boop, 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 like yeah, starts up right like back. nothing ever happened and it's really troubling but yeah so rolls in says like this world no, has been connected no, nothing can understand nothing and then he's like yeah wait when'd you get there <laughs> uh, uh and it's so fucking bizarre but i mean you know, who knows what daily life is like in Destiny Islands. We only get examples of two days, and that happens in one of them, so maybe it's a common <laughs> occurrence. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty decent sample size. Um, <laughs> does he reference the door, or is the door just there in this scene? Uh, I think there's a, s- a specific reference to the door, because I think he says, like, the door is opening soon or something like that. Or, yeah, um, something. He definitely like says this world has been connected. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he just fucking goes about his business like nothing ever happened. Doesn't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> there is... My wife was like, does does anyone ever address that this door is just there? Um, and in Final Mix, they do put in a cutscene where Kid Riku and Kid Sora talk about it. Um, oh, really? Is that near the end or something? I don't fucking remember. Uh, well, you haven't gotten <laughs> to it yet, at least. No, God, no. Um, I just, again, I've played the game recently enough where it's in my mind. Um, because right. the final mix cutscenes are weird because I think you will see one relatively soon. Um, yeah. But because they they weren't ported to America until like what, 2012 or some shit when they made Final Mix, um, so they're not voice acted. Um, oh. They just didn't do it, and um, with the exception of one at the very very end, um, where they kind of pieced together <laughs> lines from other. <laughs> scenes uh and then there's like one line that i'm positive isn't really the sora voice actor they just fudged it oh no Um, so i mean we'll get there i actually don't want to spoil that because it's a bigger deal but um sure uh so yeah i guess he just goes about his way and leaves uh what do you remember what happens when sora gives all of the supplies to Kyrie? uh well she gives sora a high potion okay that's that's (laughs) The important thing. Yes, thank you. Um, then, then it doesn't the day end, and then you get the scene where Sora's mom's voice is like, "Sora, it's time for breakfast or dinner or whatever." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there is one thing before that. Sora, uh, Ky- oh. Kyrie does give at at the raft on the second day. Kyrie gives Sora her good luck charm. Or, and I oh think, yeah. I, actually, I think she's just showing him that she's making it. Um, yep. Which and that ends up being what is it the oath keeper? Yeah, um, it also ends up being something else that won't be named until four other fucking games. Um, yeah, but it's really interesting that she shows it to him so early. Um, yeah, it, it shows that they sort of knew what they were doing at the first game. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, then we, well, I think, then we get to read Mickey's letter. Oh, yep, yep. Before uh, Sora abandons his family forever. <laughs> uh, so Mickey um, very vaguely describes to Donald about finding the key. Um, he writes it specifically to Donald, which only means we can assume that Goofy can't read. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> the Goof, no. No, I mean, I just, I just think their their positions are different. Like Goofy is definitely dressed as a soldier. Like he's a guard. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Wasn't he like? I think they say at some point it might not be in this game, but I think they say like the highest guard, like the captain yeah. of the guard or some shit. Um, yeah. And then and Donald Donald's seems to be more of like an uh, court a, wizard, like or a policy shit. advisor or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So also, there's a weird thing where Donald asks. Daisy to take care of something, and we never find out what it is. Um, and that really yeah, bugs me. Yeah, that's weird. I I was reminded of that by what... Do, do we actually never know what that is? So my wife assumed it was Huey, Dewey, and Louie, even though that they're totally in the next world. And, like, fine. Yeah, and it's never really addressed. You can go through the entire game not knowing they're there. Um, as I have done. Huh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I, that's, that's a huge question for me. Like, is that going to be revealed in Kingdom Hearts 3? Um, what did, what did, what's their face ask? And then Jiminy, Jiminy Cricket shows up. I wish, I, I've always felt it very strange how infrequently Jiminy makes his appearance known. Because whenever he does, it's like, oh yes, remember that Jiminy Cricket has been there this whole damn time? Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, just writing his journal. It's so weird to me how infrequently he, like, makes contributions. He does it more in the second game. But, like, just, like, take p- pick any random cutscene in Kingdom Hearts 1 and then remind yourself, oh, yes, Jiminy Cricket is in his pocket, too. Like, yeah. It's just weird. It is weird. Um, but I'm, I, that's probably why they picked such a character that you can forget about. True. Um, he also does a decent... Um, or an interesting thing where he sets up that his world was destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why he's there, uh, which does come up later in the game, which is cool. But he's sort of a step. Yeah. Because that's one of the things Mickey talks about in the letter is, um, oh, the worlds have been blinking out. <laughs> and uh, I do like that even though you don't get the voice acting from Mickey, that the way it's written, ever. you basically <laughs> can hear the ho yeah 100% yeah like he doesn't talk until the very end of the game which is also a really really good thing they did um I yep. really like it how he doesn't show up until the very end uh spoilers but so so Jiminy like reestablishes that oh no this is a super real thing and it's affecting a character you've met me um yeah yeah and uh another really good visual gag is them getting on the gummy ship um which there's nothing to say beyond it it was good uh, and then, so yeah, yeah, and then we do get to the storm, um, where Sora looks at his window and can see this island that they go to, um, and his first thought is, oh no, the raft! And, uh, <laughs> fucking just like, I'm just gonna leave my family behind and go put myself in danger, row myself in a boat, um, which that's another thing, they fucking have boats to get to this island. Yep. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Sora Kids, never man. once brings up his know. mom, either. Like, never at any point in these games does Sora mention that he had a mom. Nope. So it's almost like, why did they include it? But 
Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like, it adds to the, the like, um, coming of age idea, right? That, like, at some point, certain people in your family become less important as you become an adult. Yeah, like, I, I suppose. Um, but also, it's it's very strangely executed yeah, because, it's... like, she does not appear. No, you hear her voice once and then she's literally forgotten about. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess what Sora goes through is pretty distracting. But Fair. Um, also, there's a weird... The, the camera kind of focuses a lot on this, like, pirate ship hanging from a ceiling. Um, I theorize maybe, hypothetically, possibly, probably not, that it's some sort of foreshadowing because he that is the next time he sees Kyrie is in Neverland. Well, I mean, I, I that's your interpretation. Mine is that it's further proof of my theory that Captain Jack Sparrow and Sora <laughs> are the same person. Which, actually, um, they do make that joke in two. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there, I, there are... There is uh there is basis for this uh, yes. theory. Yeah. Um so that'll be our through line for the rest of this podcast. Let me write it downhill real quick. Sora is Jack. Alright, cool. Also there's a lot of Jacks in this franchise. Um True. And by that I mean at least two. Yeah. Uh so he gets to the island, um, which is being like torn apart by these heartless that he's only seen in his probably dream thing. Yeah. And then, um, so what happens, does he go to Riku first? Or the secret first? I think, yeah, I well, I think you can, you might be able to do either, but at least in the playthrough I was watching, he goes to... I think it's Riku first. Yeah. Um, Riku, who is somehow totally okay with the turn of events that has happened. <laughs> um, he says the door has opened... Uh, and he's being eaten by this darkness. Um, which, again, I want to bring up that Sora was supposed to be the one who opens the door, but isn't. Uh, and he pretty much spends the rest of this game locking and closing things. Um, well, maybe maybe the door that he was supposed to open wasn't that door, and maybe it's the final door at the end of the game. That he also closes? True, good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all he does in this game is close doors and lock them. Um, and then... In, fucking make it to later and he has to open all the doors again but <laughs> so, so again Riku's totally okay with it um we kind of already talked a lot about this scene with Sora reaching out and um he would have gone if it was not for the Keyblade um but then he seems to get the Keyblade and just be like well I guess I gotta fucking go somewhere else and uh it, does, does Riku say anything about Kyrie? like why are they going to the secret place uh well, Riku sort of dissolves into the darkness. Um, that's yeah, that's a bummer. But I mean, it happens to the best of us. And then Sora just sort of runs through, slashing some um, little shadow dudes, and then heads on it. Because that's what those heartless are called, right? The your basic heartless. I think they're called shadows. Because the weird ones are neo shadows. I think. Yeah. Um, well, it's actually specifically shadow dudes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Neo Shadows don't fucking show up until, like, game two, I don't think. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, but yeah, the then... truck's coming back. Oh, nice return. Yeah, fucking regular cast member at this point. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wrote down some notes that I can't talk about because we're not doing spoilers. 
Um, but then he goes to the secret place, I guess. Yeah, and then Kyrie is there, and then turns around and says Sora slowly, and then the Sora. door behind her opens, and it blows her into and through him, and then he flies out too, and it makes no sense to me. Like, and what it, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense to anyone. It doesn't. Um, I don't get it. I don't know why it happens. Like if, like I guess that door. Is not a literal door, and so just some, and its opening just, I guess, like symbolizes the connection between worlds. Uh huh. So as it's opened and he gets blown out, it's not like he has to go through the door to go into another world, which is where we'll like get to Traverse Town in the next episode. But I also don't get why she blows through him. Yeah, it's like she was never there. I don't. I literally just wrote down what the fuck in my notes. Yeah. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense yeah no um but yes. it's good that we're only on our first episode and we already don't know what's going on yeah we've already failed <laughs> it sets a good it sets a good um expectation for our listeners though because that's <laughs> gonna happen a lot um and i mean maybe this is a thing we should try and return to like maybe that should just be a goal if we take sure. notes of things we can't yeah. explain and try to um yeah and then it, maybe at the end when we're at the end of the game we can list off all the things that we didn't think made sense at the time and maybe we can try to make sense of them. Yeah. Uh, we could do that. But also I feel like if that is a thing we actually do, um, the rest of my life will be fucking, what does this scene mean? <laughs> Cause True. it doesn't. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to be easy on ourselves. Um, yeah, I think, I think you probably actually hit the nail on the head that it's just sort of this. It's not that like, I, th I think that's the problem is we're trying to come up with these things that paint kingdom hearts is good and smart. Um, and, and, and in reality, like, no, this scene just has bad symbolism. Like, uh, yeah. it's not necessarily a door you go through, but a door that the garbage truck fucking comes through. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So what you said before, I don't remember the exact words, but, um, yeah. Any, but yeah, Sora's blasted outside. Um, also we will see, maybe we'll be able to revisit this at the end of the game. Um, because a mm -hmm. lot of the imagery comes back. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Sora We're has at to, the end of Destiny Islands, right? We are, yeah. Sora gets blasted outside onto this like chunk of land um, of what's left. So, like, just oh yeah, darkness is everywhere, um, and then Dark Side shows up again. Oh and, yeah, and then he fights it, and then and then uh, gets that's swallowed up. That's basically it. Yeah, he the darkness consumes him, and that's I mean that's the end of my notes. Um, so. I mean, we know we can already say that he shows up on Traverse Town and blah blah blah. Yeah, I think that I think we can cut the episode off there though. What did how 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 do we stop doing this? How do we end this? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, maybe we, we say maybe we say maybe one of us says like that's Destiny Islands, and then both of us together say, "Got it, memorized." <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's an idea. Probably not going to be in sync, but it's okay. We can edit shit later, right? The magic of editing, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. What about you? I mean, I think everything I didn't talk about is stuff that I decided I shouldn't talk about. So yeah. So yeah, do we? Should we say our names again? Should you? Should you plug any of your? Should we plug our other shit or like where you can talk? Yeah, about? sure. I mean, the chances that I guess eventually once this becomes the the greatest podcast of all time, it, Which it is, would be. I mean, it's bound to happen. Um, because yeah. we're, we're doing such an important service to the world. 
Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm Wheels. Uh, you can find me on an unconscionable num- number of shows. Uh, I do Arbitrary Archive with my brother, which is a media review show. I do Very Random Encounters with some friends of mine where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as many things as possible. Uh, and then I also do... Uh, I co-host on It's Super Effective Frequently, which is a Pokemon uh, news program. Uh, and then I have been Joe. I can be found on uh, another podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, uh, in which uh, a friend of mine, well, I convinced a friend of mine to watch One Piece. I, I'm caught up with it, and I just we talk about it. Um, it doesn't update very frequently because it requires him to watch One Piece, Um which is a task. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's all I do is review um, media that people are sick of because there's too much of it. So Yeah, cause, I mean <laughs> yeah, you're starting you're 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 developing a theme for your work. Yes. Um and I mean it's 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 a good detail for a portfolio too. Um it's a good through line <laughs> and objective. Um <coughs> But no, I guess that's it. Um so that that was that was Destiny Islands. That was Destiny Islands. Got it. Memorized. Memorized. Okay, we'll work on that.